I had an adventure after I left the gala, so it was fun. Oh, I heard. <laughs> Seeing it too. Yeah. Very nice girl you with, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, I feel like she's trapping me now. Oh, yeah, no, that's, she's so Sandra. <laughs> get that nigga. Is that? <laughs> For the rest of your life. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of appropriate ages, welcome back to another episode of Because I Have a Live Mic here on Fluent Radio. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another show. What up, Jeff? Hello, sir. Happy to be. Feedback? I don't know where it was. Happy to be go. part of your first performance. You did good. I did terrible. Well, now that you know, now we know you have laryngitis. I'm even more yeah. proud of you. I, oh, thank you. I asked my family. I did, and said that shit was cringe. <laughs> but I am glad. If I was going to do it in front of anybody, I'm glad that it's the fluent family. So there you thank go. you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you enjoy yourself there? It was decent. It was it was lit. The viol- the uh, the violinist. Oh yeah, no, she was snapping, she was right? Snapping. I feel like she did that. She didn't been to a black party or two before. Because she knew when to exactly play certain songs and certain environments in that. It, what's so crazy is she was like, I never had people sing along to the songs like violin. That's because probably most of them didn't know there was a classic song. You it's like you played all the classic rap. I mean, except for, you, know, you didn't get your WAP in. So was a, yeah, I was kind of upset about that. Mm-hmm. Like, play WAP. <laughs> He did no such. It's okay. We got a great show for you lined up today. I'm going to talk about why just because the Eagles lost does not mean they're still the best team in the NFL. We're also going to talk about why I think the Vikings actually have a chance to make a run this year. You said that before, though. Hey, th- well, why I think this is where they have a chance, but the only reason I, I'll talk about the one key thing that's going to hold them back, most likely. Then we're going to get, and we talk about the Packers, how they came back and got an extra deep dub. Someone's happy. But we also go, but I want to start with uh, I want to start with the Bears game. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you this. Let me say this. Let's say this. Let's say this. Let's say this. Let's say this now. Y'all need to stop complaining about the Bears being bad at this point. Yeah. Like I, again, I un- I completely understand what happened, but at the same time, we all knew this was going to happen. I just didn't think it expected to be against the Lions. The Lions is wild. The Lions are just a wild ass team right now. To beat the Bears and the Packers. Okay. That's a wild-ass team. Calm down. <laughs> calm down for but, again, the be- again, I will still take this loss because, again, anytime you see a 30 on the Bears offense and it's coming from the offense, I'll take it any day in the week. That's true. Because, first of all, again, we were saying this yesterday, but let's, let's, uh, let's openly admit that Justin Field is him now. Yeah, no, he's Justin Field is him. Justin Field is him. He is that guy. <laughs> he I is him. I can't be mad anymore. Um, the problem is now, though, but the only thing is, I think Justin Field has kind of, like, uh, spoiled us because we were like, okay, the Bears are here. Then, what we forgot about that offensive line being terrible. Yeah, <laughs> like, we kind of forgot about that. Like, Justin Field was so, very good, so he kind of hit a lot of those issues in the offensive line. But it, it reared his ugly head to uh, last week, last Sunday. No, it did. Like, they were, look, they were like, in. A lot of times, Justin Fields would get... And again, this is a Lions team that has about 12 sacks on the season. So they're not like a, a, a vaunted unit, but they still were able to push that Bears offensive line back, and that's going to be an issue, right? And we all knew it was going to be an issue. That's one of the key things that uh, coming into the offseason we had to work on. But it just, again, it's just Justin Fields... We've been working on that for like four seasons. Four, four, four seasons, almost damn near a decade we try to get that <laughs> offensive line together. I don't think the last time the Bears' offensive line was good, I think it was Rex Grossman was the quarterback. Jesus Christ. I know. 
No. Well, yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> but the defense has always been good. The though. defense is a good thing. Hey, the defense, and I think this is why people are always shocked because I didn't. I I think people did not expect the Bears' defense to be this bad. But again, they don't really have anybody on that team right now outside of Eddie Jackson. There's nobody really on that defense that's good. No, it's <laughs> like it's a bunch of guys on there just playing for either playing for a contract or playing for uh, you know, a team next year, right? Like this is just get film. And you're doing a bunch of running around. And yeah, basically, this kind of just a bunch of running around. But again, it's just <laughs> doing a bunch of running, around, just doing a bunch of running around. <laughs> but no, but again, this is just like a yeah. lot of them getting just getting filmed for next year. And that's why I say, like, we got to calm down because, again, this team is going to be like that for a while. Uh, but, again, this is more about the offense and the development of Justin Fields, and we're seeing this Ooh, kid develop. Right, I said, that's what I said. The offensive line was so bad. Like, again, Justin Fields has made them look so good, we forgot how bad this offensive line was over the course of years. I mean, course of the games. And I think the problem was, like, I think this one hurts a little bit more because we were supposed to beat the Lions. Yeah. Like last this week, be like last week, it was more like, oh, we kind of hung with Miami, one of the better teams. This right. week, it, it looked like, did Miami just kind of not come to play or what? Because they, it, it looked bad. But this is again, this is the year where, like I said, this is the rebuild year. So I guess everybody has to kind of temper their expectations, right? We're seeing the offense come along. We're seeing the defense come, you know being struggles but again this is a young defense now so they don't have any true uh you know leaders on that defense right now outside of eddie jackson but yeah so this is why we have to you know calm it down but again give a 14 in the tw- in the fourth quarter that was bad look no that's kind of ridiculous i'm gonna lie to you damn <laughs> that looked like a 1960 type of time he just said huh Jesus he said all right enough of this like jared golf ain't out here gonna be running around Ah, they, they, they still kind of get you know they what? Were, you see but, glimpses it, again. It, it's glimpses, and it was again. It was a lot of the bend but don't break, and eventually that does break. Eventually, like this defense is not good enough to just be able to bend, right? Like it does have to break eventually. Like right there, like it was a wide open, right? Get off me! <laughs> but yeah, but no, it, it, it's still going to be hard for a lot of people to realize this, and I don't think people understand that this thing is going to be a while. Cause uh, yeah, I say at least another. It's I, gonna be like this year, see, like two years, man. Right this, again, and now I kind of want to. I kind of want like, hey, not saying shut this thing down, but hey, let's not do too good because you know you're messing up draft stock. Because again, we got a first round pick now. Let's not do too good. <laughs> like let's not do too good. We don't want to mess up or mess around and end up getting dropping out of the top five. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing: even if we do reach the top five with. With the lottery picks and the draft picks, it's like, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna actually make some good? I mean, this year I want to see. This is the this is the first you know Ryan Poles year without you know, so this is gonna be his first like his draft. So we'll see how it works because again, this is the first time with a new regime, right? Like this is not um, this is not the old regime. So I kind of have a little faith that maybe they might actually pick a good, like they desperately see that they need a receiver. Right. right. And in the, um, and in the, what's that? The free agency this year, it's not any, any good receivers. That's why they have to go out and tra- trade for Chase Claypool. So they're going to have to get a young receiver and develop him with Justin Fields. So if they can do that and they can, uh, surround him with some offensive linemen. Now there's going to be a decent offensive lineman uh, class as you're coming out, 
they can do that, right? Like, and I think again with uh, Khalil Herbert kind of showing up and showing out recently, right? Uh, making that decision on David Montgomery a little bit easier to move on from him. Right. They can do that if they can get some offensive line, right? Cole Komet has finally showed uh, what he was supposed to be about two years ago. Looked like a dominant, actually good tight end. This offense could come together it, again. That offensive line just needs. That is the key thing that's holding it back, and. If they can figure that out, right, and they can keep, and again, because Justin is a great pocket passer. Like, his athleticism is out there in the world crazy, but he is a great pocket passer. If he can get an offensive line that can kind of hold up against him, he yeah, can, he deal, he can dial it out. When he has a little bit, of, and we just seen, you know, a couple of those throws. When right. he got a little bit of time, he can make some work. But. Yeah, look at, like, he can make it work, but again, it was just certain times when you look up, and then he, like, again, he had to make some of those crazy athletic runs, because he didn't have time. That's what I'm saying. Because he had to. Right. But except for that six. Now that six that uh, that pick six that led into the 61 yard touchdown. That was just phenomenal. You know that was crazy. That was just. That's one of them that, plays. I'll give him one for that. Yeah. That was one of them plays where you. That's what you want to see from a young quarterback. You throw a pick six, but you just like you know what that was on me and come back and make a great play like that. But yeah, Justin Fields did again. How many touchdowns did he have? Uh, he had four total. So he had two in the air, one uh, two on the ground, right? So he again has broken another record as I think the one of the only quarterbacks to have back to back a hundred uh, rushing yards in a game and throw for over a hundred yards in a game too, with two touchdowns each. Like he right now he's leading the NFL in uh, rushing yards since week eight, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. He's third in yards and he's uh, second in passing touchdowns right like this is the development that everybody wanted to see from justin fields now like i said get that offensive line together get him some chemistry with chase claypool this team is going to be dangerous i believe so if they can just try to get together exactly that's the only thing once they get it together i feel like they're good yeah good that now how many years do we need for a good super bowl team or you know what I was playoff team. Playoffs. Okay, this is a playoff team. Yeah. Super Bowl team. <laughs> uh, I could say, you know what? I'll say by Justin Fields' fourth year, they should be a playoff contender. Because I think three, I think year three, they're going to have it together. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be, I think they'll be dangerous. Like, I, I see them kind of making a playoff. Again, it's, it's going to be reliant, a lot reliant on what comes from that defense, right? Like, if they can rebuild that defense together. They're going to be a little bit more inevitable to actually getting a good uh, playoff team. Right. So year three is going to be interesting for that defense because I think the offense is coming together. It's kind of like dang, like for all those years now, it's the defense that's the problem. When all the for all the years it was like the offense has been the issue. We need to get an offensive minded co- head coach, the quarterback. We need all of this. Our defense is so great. We're wasting it. Because again, imagine putting. Justin Fields on that 2018 Bears team. That would have, oh, that would have been decent. Yeah. And who we had back then? Uh, Trubisky? Yeah, Trubisky. That, that was Trubisky's second year. He was a runner, though, too. But, but the thing is, if I'll say this. If Trubisky was allowed to do what Justin is doing right now, he probably would have still been the quarterback. Yeah, true. Because if he was allowed to actually do what Justin is doing, was allowed to use his athleticism... He probably would have been the quarter. He's been the quarterback, but he since Matt Nagy never really allowed it to happen. He was just, it never ended up being like that, and it ended up kind of almost looking like a bust, so to speak. 
But now that they are allowing Justin to use his athleticism. Oh my lord. <laughs> just imagine being just imagine being Jeff Okuda. You just picked it off. You got a pick six. And now you gotta look at the dude who decided, oh yeah, by the way, I'm just gonna run. I'm gonna look you dead in your face while I run past you. Ah. That was his him moment. Like whoop. Look at that. I'm amazing. Things on me like hood. That's ridiculous. They really fumbled this game, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, they fumbled the game at the end. They, they fumbled the game at the end. Defense really let it go. Like I said, gave him up 14 unanswered like that. Uh, really did mess it up. But again, this, this is going to happen, right? Like, this defense is going to be porous for a minute because they don't have anybody there. Uh, but like I said, right, as of this moment, again, we're going to come from it. So, again, if we can build up to this defense being better, then yeah. But that's why I said, like, the playoff team, they're probably going to be that at least they're two years away from being a decent playoff team. Like, I think next year they can probably, like, sneak into the playoffs, kind of be like a surprise. Here we are, like uh, Washington was, like, a few years ago. But as far as, like, an actual, like, playoff threat, they're at least, like, four years away from that. So, yeah. Which means, like, who? I think, you know what? He's starting to become one, 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 one of my favorites. He's just enjoyable to watch. Yes, he does. Again, it, 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 somebody said, like, he's like the new Michael Vick. I was like, oh, calm down. Calm down. Like, again, I feel like the people who have it, he's very Vick-ish, but I feel like the people who have never seen Michael Vick is, is going to say that about everybody because Michael Vick was a different breed. Like, if Mike Vick, uh <laughs> Like if Mike Vick was in the league now, it oh my god, Mike, it, it, it wouldn't even be an issue. Right. He Mike Vick would be destroying, especially now with like the way they're not allowed to hit the quarterbacks. Like Mike Vick would have been like Mike Vick would have had like two thousand yards rushing. Let me ask you a question. Yo, was he? I know you know what. I know he was a runner. How good of a passer was he? He was a very underrated passer. I think the problem was like a lot of his rushing ability kind of absorbed a lot of his passing um he never really again it was he never really had a weapon like that right um okay he had oh no, i thought his sneeze um had he had like julio jones on his on that team like had the dog fighting never happened let's okay let's just say in the in the alternate reality mike vick never fought dogs he stayed on the atlanta falcons and played like a few more years yeah Cause again, I think two years after the dog fighting thing, they got Julio Jones. Yeah. Imagine a Julio Jones, Michael Vick, Roddy White team, right? Cause again, when they got Matt Ryan, uh, they got Matt Ryan over there. They got Julio Jones, and then next thing you know, they were like a playoff contender, Super Bowl, you know, um, game uh, participation in, you know, team. Had Mike Vick stayed on that team, they probably would have won that Super Bowl. Like they would have at least won Especially one. Especially with Julio Jones. Respectable Julio Jones. They would have won one because it was again. <sighs> I know. About one point. It could have been something special. But again, I think Mike Vick, if you go back and look at Mike Vick at uh Virginia Tech when he was like passing, he was a he was a beast. Like Michael Vick was a very cause he had he was a he was a left-handed quarterback, so he had power out of this world. And B, he was uh again. His athleticism was so much of that fact of people thought, okay, cool, we're just gonna make sure he doesn't get out the uh the pocket. And he still got out the pocket and still was able to uh 
develop plays on a run, right? He was kind of, again, the archetype of that first, like, true athletic running quarterback. He was the first archetype. <laughs> that always scares me too when I see yeah, him. Like, <laughs> he was always—he was the first archetype of the guy that you just give the, the your best athlete the chance to throw the ball. That boy was dipping. And again, he's doing this by the way. At the same time, Miami is like Miami, right? So let, let's 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 put that in perspective. Look at oh, look at them tips. See, look at that. Ooh. Mike Vick. Mike Vick. Like I said, he had a cannon for an arm. Like, and that's what I said. Like again, people just only really remember him for the running ability. Like he had, he threw for a bunch of yards too. Like he was a great passer. Again, he just never had the weapons around him. Yeah, true. Do you think uh, just feel might turn out to be like that? Minus the dog fighting. Well, minus the dog fighting. Um, no, I think I think the Bears are surrounding him with decent weapons at least. I think the Bears are re- uh, gonna realize that, but it, I can I think the NFL has kind of come to that realization. Like this is the again, this is quarterback, right? There's not gonna be a pocket passer, limited mobility running quarterback. There's always the running quarterback is going to be this new thing. The moment, listen, the moment, um, listen. Once I know everybody still says like, oh no, it's never gonna change. You know, you're always gonna have to be a pocket pass quarterback. Like, listen. The league has changed. Once Patrick Mahomes like won that Super Bowl, it kind of changed up everything. Because now, again, yeah, tra- Patrick Mahomes is more of a traditional pocket quarterback, but he had uh, mobility, right? Like, again, the game against Tennessee, he was their leading rusher. <laughs> so, like, he's going to have that. And, again, with the rise of guys like Lamar Jackson, the guys of Josh Allen, you know, you got uh, even Joe Burrows was a little bit shifty in the pocket. You got guys like that, the rise of Justin Fields. This is what's going to happen. There's never going to be, again, there's not going to be that time frame where you're going to have a pocket quarterback. Why do you think Mac Jones is slowly but surely like kind of losing his job because of the fact that he's a pocket quarterback and he can't really uh, do anything outside the pocket? This is going to change that. You know what? But it's the stigma to me that the in the pocket quarterback, that's a traditional quarterback, yes? Yeah. I don't know about running. Especially these old white people. Well, yeah, but that but you can't even say that now because Josh Allen now. Listen, when Josh Allen, Josh first, Allen is something different. Listen, more athletic, close Malone. <laughs> I had to laugh at that one too. More, listen, more athletic, close Malone. <laughs> I'm sorry. When he first came out, he was running the ball more than he was throwing, and the boy <laughs> threw seventy on his knees at the pro day. At his pro day, like he has a cannon for an arm. It just again. The Bills organization realized, hey, let's go out there and get him a receiver. And once they got him like Stephon Diggs, looks what happened, right? He still is very athletic, but the only difference is he changed up. He can actually move around. I'm not sure Stephon Diggs. I like him. Yeah, exactly. Did you see that game, though? No, I missed. I was working. Oh, that might have been. That, that was game of the year. You got to see at least the catch. If you see the catch, that was... I'm not saying that's catch of the year. I still say the Odell Beckham Jr. catch is probably the greatest catch I've seen ever. But that uh, Justin Jefferson catch was phenomenal. Where he just basically, again, he basically saved Kirk Cousins out of uh, losing that game because he picked it. He literally grabbed it out of the uh, the defensive back's hands, one handedly while falling. Look, it popped up right here. Yep, yeah, <laughs> because it's arguably the greatest catch uh, I've seen. Still not better than the Odell Beckham Jr. catch though. Like people say, it's better than Odell. No, it's not. Odell caught it with three fingers. 
Let me see what's going on right here. We're going to do this live. Fuck it. We're not uh, live. Uh, uh. Doink. Give me that. Ah. Not Randy yeah. Moss. He mossed him. Now watch it. Wait, wait, wait. They go, they go, they go play the revit. Look at that. Thank you. He look does, again, the defender had look the ball. Too. He had the pick, and Justin Jefferson said, "Nah, you don't need that partner. Nah, you don't need that. Right there. <laughs> Let me hold that for you. What size is this? My size. He, gets, man, he must have got some big ass hands. He do, cause that. But that was phenomenal. But and, and we can talk about that game, cause that. I think that was a game of two folds, cause that was the game where it kind of exposed the Bills a little bit. It kind of showed Minnesota is uh, is that team right now. Like the Minnesota B- uh, Buffalo game was probably one of the best games I've seen in a while because everything would happen. Uh, yes, there was a blown call at the end, uh, but this kind of exposed Josh Allen a little bit, though. You keep saying that it exposed him because he's very reliant on Stephon Diggs, and if Stephon Diggs doesn't have a great game, and he ended up having a game, he had like over 100 yards again. But if uh, Stephon Diggs doesn't actually get uh, like a touchdown, you can see Josh Allen does not do well with going to other receivers because they really don't have any other receivers outside of him. Right. Like they have him, they have Gabe Davis, uh, but outside of that, once you shut those two down, it's kind of over with. <laughs> How did he make that catch, bro? Justin, listen, Justin Jefferson is him. I didn't even see it going. Justin, Je- listen. If it was not for Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins would not have a job right now. Just Kirk Cousins needs to be giving Justin Jefferson all of his money every now and then because he be saving his career. Are you not a Kirk Cousins fan? I've never been a Kirk Cousins fan. The dude is mid. The dude is m- 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 mid, but everybody keeps saying that. Oh my gosh, Kirk Cousins is he's one of the better quarterbacks. But he's mid. It's Jefferson. <laughs> Bro, if he's surrounded by phenomenal weapons, you got Justin Jefferson, you got Alan Thielen, you got Dalvin Cook. You now have TJ Hawkinson, right? Like, bro, you are mid, but you have all of these weapons around you, right? That's why it, that's why it always irks me when people are like, Justin, uh, Kirk Cousins is always going to do it. And again, he has established track record of losing as well. You are one of those people that say that it's not the quarterback that win games. It's the line. It's every. It's the team. Football is a team game. We see it right now happening in Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson can win you some games, but he can't win you every game, right? Yeah, That's why that, in 4K, we're seeing it happen. So I'm just saying, like, Kirk Cousins as a quarterback, he's good, right? Don't get me wrong. But he's not up in that upper echelons. I mean, well, not yet. Give him some time. Bro, how much time does he need? He's been in the league like 10 years. Man, give him nine more years. Give him nine more years. My okay, so I guess my issue is that Kirk Cousins never gets the type of criticism that a lot of black quarterbacks get. Because again, we were killing Geno, killing Geno for years, saying he's overweight, he's done. No, but he was washed though. He was washed for a while. But Kirk Cousins can go to the playoffs four times and come away with one victory off of a off of a Minnesota miracle. And Kirk Cousins, he's the best, he's the best quarterback. He deserves he deserves like a fifty million kind of contract. Man, get the hell out of here! I, but I tell you one thing, Vikings are going to the play. No, no, Vikings are yeah, they're no, no, no. I meant the Super Bowl. They're listen. The Vikings are a sneaky good team. Now, now, now with that, all that being team. said, they are the sneaky good team. And I tell this every year, like it's never the quarterback. It's never like listen. If you ever like actually go through and look at who goes to the Super Bowl, it's never like the teams that are always leading the pack. It's never like they're, they're always either like 
middle of the pack or like in the top five. Like they're never like number one offense, number one defense, number one receiver, like never that, right? And the Vikings are middle of the pack of everything. Middle of the pack in the offense. I think they're like 15th ranked offense. They're like uh, 15th ranked defense, right? Like right. they're the middle pack. And those are always the teams because they do the little things right. That's why they are so scary. They do everything. They do the little things right. They block well. They run well. They have a great offensive line. Occasionally, Kirk Cousins will do things like that, throw an interception to a bat when a receiver falls. But no, that's not on him, though. The receiver fell. But they have great weapons on the outside. They have a great defense. They are, again, Kirk Cousins doesn't do too much stuff to lose you the game. Doesn't do enough to win you the I game mean, either, bro, but he got enough weapons where right he has enough weapons to where it happens. The, the they could be a scary good team, and I know a lot of people love to bring up. Well, they haven't beaten anybody. Like, well, you again. This is not college football where you can make your own schedule. They have to play the teams on their schedule, and the teams they have beaten have been pretty, pretty good so far. Right? right, they just beat the Bills, so you can't really say they haven't beaten anybody. And their only loss is to an eight and one Eagles team. Like, they are not, like, the Vikings are a dangerous team that could actually, scarily could get to the Super Bowl this year. Well, let's hope no injuries happen. Well, yeah. Yeah, man, Kirk Cousins going to show you wrong. Kirk Cousins going to get to the, he going to get to the, he going to get to the postseason. Oh, it's postseason. Can't do bad now. Can't, can't get good now. Okay. That's cool. It's Kirk Cousins. Because, again, Kirk Cousins, primetime games, always is terrible. Every Monday night game, Thursday night game, playoff game, anytime the pressure is on him, he was bad. That he Monday chokes. Game. Yeah, man, that was a uh, that one Monday game. I seen was kind of bad with him. He threw like four interceptions, but that's uh, <laughs> give him some time. Yeah, give, ten him, years yeah. give him some more time. He's got 10 more years. All right. And make sure you got 10 more. Yeah, you got to make him some more time. But no, but yeah, no. Um, I think, like I said, the Vikings are a dangerous team. Game, I tell you, you know what? Some of the favorites to watch now, Dolphins mm. are starting to become my favorite. Dolphins, I'm, I'm told, I've been told people before, like people are sleeping on the Dolphins. And again, okay, uh, I put this up there, and people were upset me because I said Justin Herbert is uh, worse than Tua. Like Tua is better than Justin Herbert. Like people were just like, no, he's not. Like Joe, Justin Herbert has has uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams his entire career of being in the NFL, and he has yet to make it to the playoff game. Tua had Tyreek Hill for one season has already looked like an MVP candidate outside of those. If he didn't miss those three games from when his uh, brains basically became an omelet, he would be in the MVP category right now, right? It, would he, it, it wouldn't even be a, it wouldn't even be a conversation. I know, but he had Tyreek Hill. Though. Yeah, but again, what happens when you go get a, a, a true number one receiver? You start to be better. That's true. But yeah, no, the Vikings, I mean, Miami's looking good. Um, you know, uh, Cowboys are looking good. Even Cowboy, yeah. listen, go ahead, play. We can play. Can play. Ah. You, I knew you was waiting for it. No. Oh, you didn't have it ready. I caught you off guard. Fuck you. <laughs> Hold on for a minute. No, oh, you know, this is the staple of a show. We, this is the staple of the show. <sighs> I feel like I should take my headphones off. I feel like it's a little yeah. loud. How about those Packers? He's still fucking Aaron Rodgers, nigga. Yeah. It's still Aaron Rodgers. Hey, man, listen. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'll give it to the Packers. Like, I will give it to the Packers. 
Everybody was killing them. Everybody saying they were done. Everybody saying it. Fuck Weezy too. <laughs> well, I mean, did anybody really take Wayne seriously? At, I, listen, he's. I would have took him seriously as he told uh, Mark Cuban to eat his piss. Yeah. So. I mean, he he pulling the Coolio, holding on to them dreads for dear life. Okay. I'm not going to let you disrespect him now because, you know what I'm saying? He's still my favorite rapper. No, I'm sorry. But, you know. But. Holding on to them. He is holding on to the dreads for dear life. Yeah, but, yeah. no, the Packers look good. The Packers, again, Kristen Watson, he looked finally like the receiver people been trying to say he was. He, got, he had a three-touchdown game. Don't really think this is a breakout game for him, but he had a three-touchdown game. He ended up looking like a true number one receiver. Don't know what that is. But I will say this. Dallas kind of hurt themselves, too. Right? Like, Dallas... Before, well, let's get to this. Let me get, finish, finish giving Packers their praise. Giving Packers their praise. If they can do what they did, which is rely on their run game, which is the only solid thing that offense has right now, they can't make a run to the playoffs because I, I I think they might be out of it. I just don't see them uh, hopscotching over, you know, in uh, the few of these teams. But if they can rely on this run game that they have now with uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and then that opens up a lot of the passing lanes, they could, make, they could be a dangerous team next year. Yeah, I see it next year as well. I see them making it to the playoffs. This year, no. There's too many. I see them like a six seed. There, no, there's too many. I, I just can't see it because there are too many teams right now. Like, because I don't put them over. I don't put them over San Francisco. No, absolutely not. Um, New York, I feel is better than them. The Giants. Fuck. I gotta give you that thing too. Um. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The Giants they, don't even like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even look like great this year, but they. Who? The Giants? No, they're, they're, listen, they are the true definition of a one dude is literally carrying us on their back. Yeah. If Saquon Barkley wasn't there, they aren't doing anything right now. Uh, they just beat Dallas, and, I, and again, I think Dallas has kind of exposed themselves as the frost that they are. <laughs> um,. But yeah, and then and then we get into the upper echelon team. We, I don't definitely don't see them beating the Eagles. I think they may get their revenge on the pack uh, on the Vikings. Uh, they're gonna get the revenge on the Vikings and the Lions. Yeah, and then well now even I mean maybe they're better than the Bucks. Maybe That's, that would be a neck and neck. For yeah, me. like because anytime Brady. Uh, he, but since uh, the divorce, divorce two and zero, oh. he took well, he took one L and said, ain't been taking another L since. Yeah, nah. Well, did, I don't know. Did he really take an L on that divorce? I don't know, man. They, I mean, he's in he's in Florida. He's Tom Brady. Yeah, me and all the crap. Shady out living her life. She, she got posted with some Mexican guy. Exactly. He about to be out here having avocado ice cream. You know what? A part of me thinks he can't wait till the season is over. Oh, oh, oh. He want to... Tom Brady going to be a menace this season. You know what I mean? He going to call up Grunk, Grunk. Hey, man, come slide through, man. He ain't going to slide through. Just like, Grunk, where you at? We flying out. Yeah, we flying out. He going to be partying with Grunk. Grunk going to be Dubai like, real quick. Exactly. He going to see Brady on a camel just chilling. With that big ass cigar like exactly. he goddamn one. That's going to be the new TB12 right now. It ain't going to be no <laughs> fitness. They just going to be sending you box of liquor. <laughs> That's going to be the new TV 12. <laughs> <laughs> this 12 is, uh, he surprised me a couple times. This, listen, this 12, again, it, he, he, you knew you were going to, I knew I was going to get one of those games because everybody, like, it feels like once you talk about Aaron Rodgers too much, it's like, hold on now, I got to Didn't I say that last y'all. week? I said that last <laughs> week. 
I he said did. he needs that chip on his shoulder. He always needs that chip on his shoulder he to really feeds perform. Off on it. Yeah. But I mean, it also helped that he had Mike McCarthy over there. Like, no, I can't let him beat me. Yeah, not true. But Dallas, again, Dallas looks bad right now, right? Like, it looks like their defense is not as dominant as it once was. Because, again, it's easy to be dominant when you have a lead, right? Like, when you have the lead going up and you can pin your ears back with Micah Parsons, uh, Dexter Lawrence, right? You can pin your ears back and go after him. But when you have to actually play defense against a decent-level quarterback, they were not good, right? Like, they haven't really played. Like, Aaron Rodgers and, like, just uh, Jalen Hurts are really the only, like, top-level quarterbacks. And Tom Brady, they played against, and those are the few, and those are the two they lost to. Yeah. So, like, when Dow, again, when uh, Dak Prescott has to go against quarterbacks with a winning record, he's 1-9 against them. And I'm not saying that Dak Prescott is the issue. I think it is. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. If people are trying to say like, if you put Cooper Rush back in, it, it gets better. Like, it does not get better. I don't think it gets better, but I think you have a better chance at this no. point. No. How long? Dak have... is coming off of a thumb injury, bro. Like, he's still coming off the thumb he injury. He came off the same injury what like last year. True. He came off an injury last year. <laughs> but I just don't think Dak is the issue. I think again, it's the defense. Like, their defense was not as dominant as it has been. Like, look at that. Like, they've been let. They've been listen. They did they, let a lot of runs go. How old is Dak Prescott? He's like 27. Nigga, like almost got damn 30. This old fucking man. Get his ass out of here. <laughs> listen, that, listen. Kevin Bacon ass nigga. That defense was getting run through faster than the light skinned girl for, on, on her uh, whole, whole trip right now, bro. She went to Greece. Found she, went to she went to Jamaica. Yeah. Went on a long watch on that. One picture with Drake, the other one with Michael B. Jordan exactly. the next day. You know what's going on she over there. She'd have found him. She'd have found a man named Dexter. And then you got to break it all of a sudden. You exactly. know, like Birkins. Now you call him a man. Go, I need a break real quick. You always been a uh, backpack girl. Now you got Birkins. Right. You know. But no. But yeah. But this defense was not have been as dominant as it was. And again, maybe it's the offensive fact that they don't have Zeke Elliott. I think. I think a lot of people were just saying like Tony Potter is better than Zeke, and this shows that no, he's not. I think Zeke brings a different level of. Um, running style than that right tony pollock is your explosive runner but zeke will get you those 30 yards that you need right because again they went for it a lot of times on fourth down and a lot like they got it but it was not looking good like what was that fourth down thing with them because i don't think they have confidence in the punter and then when you're going against yeah and then when you're going against somebody like aaron Rodgers, when you know points are going to be at a premium you got to go for it every chance you get because it wasn't like they were going on like fourth and ten right like they were going on for fourth and one when it was close and yeah, that ain't making any sense to me. Well, when you're confident in your offensive line, you can do it. But it's just like I said, that's where they miss Zeke in those situations because I don't think Green Bay would have been as applicable letting them do it if they were with Zeke was in there. Yeah, I but would have been a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like he's still showing flashes of him being a rookie. But again, I, I think Chris Watson finally showed out. A little bit, but yeah, still. Yeah, he had what, like two touchdowns, one touchdown? No, he had three. He had a three touchdown game, yeah. I should have bet the money on that one. Uh, I put $40 on it and I won 80. Nice, good shit. Yeah, no, not bad on that. I just had a good I'll be, forget, about I'll be it. doing the early games and I'll be forgetting the late games. So I'll be at work. Yeah. And then I'll be forgetting about the late games. <laughs> so I'll be like, and then I look, I'll try to bet it real quick and be like, I ain't worried yeah, about it. I'll just do the Sunday night it's game. It's much now. Well, now there's only like two games late. Now it's not right. even that like big deal. And I just like ah, I'll just do the uh, Sunday night game. 
Do you uh do you ever use those free bets? I got like I got like fifteen dollars oh. worth of free bets. Oh yeah, I do all my free bets. My free bets be the ones. See, my free bets be the ones where where I like the outlandish ones. Yeah, that's what I be having like my fifteen k, my fifty k ones where I have like my thirty leg parlays that I know ain't go hit, but it's just like eh, it's yeah, free it's money. $5. Except for the one time I messed up and forgot to do it, and I actually did like a ten dollar bet, and it was like ten uh, k. I was like, I kind of wanted to hit. Ah. I was like three all for a hitting so. Ah. Look at that right there. I'm trying to get better at the parlays. I mean, again, it's just depending on like for like the parlays. It just depends on like what you do because like I bet the shit I know is gonna happen, right? Right, right, right. So you know, I know you know again, I know seventy five percent of the time running backs are gonna score a touchdown, right? More likely a running back to do it than a receiver, right? Uh, sure. so I so I bet my running back to score that, right? I spent running back to score touchdowns, and then I bet like okay, I know, Damn. yeah. I know, like, certain people are going to hit over 200 yards, right? right? So, like, those are little bets, but, like, those are the bets that you need to make so that way you could actually win, right? Because people be doing the, oh, I, you know, I'll bet that, uh, like, Michael Gallup's going to get two touchdowns. I'm just like, no, he's not. He hasn't got that. He hasn't had a two-touchdown game in, like, two <laughs> years, bro. Well, it depends on what team that, well. Yeah. Well, it depends on what team they go against. I mean, it was gonna go, you wasn't going to do it against the Packers, so we all knew that was going to happen. So... You know, I'm good at the over and unders when I'm doing basketball. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't bet. The, I bet either the spread sometimes. Like, I bet the spread over games like this one where I know it's going to be close, especially if it's mm. like a if it's like a seven-point spread. Like, this, I knew the teams were going to score points, so I was like, okay, I can bet the spread on this one. Mm. But, like, something like uh, San Francisco versus L.A., I was like, nah, I ain't betting the spread. Because especially when you read this, when I read them when, like, LA's number one receiver was out, number two receiver was out, yeah. the second running back They're gonna was be a out. Game right the now. T- it's like they weren't going to score on nothing, so I was just like, nah, we good. I'm tired of this guy right here. <laughs> what was that? These guys are sassy, man. They're yeah, in Dallas. They got to be a little sassy, sassy. I don't know how you can play such a masculine, competitive sport, and when you score, you just do like the sassiest dance. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Oh, yeah. I need to come bring back the band on that one. If you're going to do that, hand the ball off like the old school ways. Hand the ball off to the ref. Get, get the hell out of here, old man. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I seen a video of them. I, I got what team it was. But they threw the football at the guys in there. Oh. pins. Everybody. That was at least creative. Mad. That one's creative. It was least. all mad. Though. They were like, y'all need to get back. To, <laughs> y'all need, whatever happened to, to old school football? And, and this is why I don't watch it anymore. It'd be the ones that be doing like the love, like the dude when Miles Sanders did the love them cause the thing dance. I'm just like, bro, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it, it, it was a little bit too that was that was only for black people. Yeah, I know. you could have run a little bit. I mean, I'm saying, but at least it wasn't like Juju. You know, oh, uh, he's working on the fucking. Uh, oh yeah, that was yeah. That Juju yeah. got some issues. That's what Juju want to be a TikTok. He, he listen, just he almost there. He almost a TikToker. Man, what he doing now? Nothing. No, he he. Well, he's like, well, he's out right now. But he was he's saying. slowly becoming the number one receiver over there in Kansas City. So they could sign him. I mean, again, I don't know. They could. It's that or they waiting for Odell Beckham to get better. Because the, the Odell Beckham. I love how the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. is basically just doing like this, like a college tour, basically. He just going around campuses. He just going around NFL teams, seeing what they got to offer him, so he can win. He was doing that around twenty twenty two. All right, that he kicked that uh, that field goal post. Exactly. No. But it was all down here when when he was on the boat with the Thames. That's all. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Yo, 
Odell Beckham does some outlandish things. He does the out- most outlandish things. Do you see the uh, the tw- uh, the message that Antonio Brown sent? Oh Lord, uh, I'm uh, worried. About the Tom Brady thing. Tom oh. Brady was talking to that nigga like he was a school counselor. Tell me <laughs> your actions in the past has been very disappointing. You was making strides for greatness, but now you hang around a bunch of hooligans that don't have your best interest at that heart. That sounds like Tom Brady, like bro, like what? Antonio Brown, like bro, you you ain't gonna. That's probably why he tried to holler at his wife now. Yeah, I'm like, I don't five syllable words, nigga. Just say what's in your goddamn mind. Listen, Tom. Listen, you got Leonard Fournette over there. He speak Antonio Brown. Just have Leonard Fournette translate that. Um, shit. Oh, man, and then we, we gotta talk about the Monday night game. You see the Monday night game? Mm-mm, no, who played? Uh, I worked last night. Philly, what you mad, David? Was I ain't show the TV? I was here. Oh, you he was here. Here, okay. Look at you, man. You know we got a bunch of shows. That's just true. We do because we taking over. Yeah, we taking over. Yeah. But no, it was Philly versus uh, Washington, and and uh, Philly's quest to be undefeated is no more. They lost. But this loss was weird because this was not like a your typical loss because like Philly kind of shot themselves on the foot a lot of times. Now, yeah, we'll get to the controversial call at the end, but Philly really did shoot themselves in the foot a lot of times this game. And again, eventually this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen eventually, but we just didn't know it was going to be on Monday Night Football. Um, Wait a minute, time out. They lost to Washington? Yeah, they lost to Washington. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost to Washington. Okay. Uh, no, but Philly, again, this game was messy from start to finish. It was not like a normal Philly game because they were very, I, again, I don't think it was like, oh, you know, this because, you know, they're, uh, they got too heavy into themselves. Like, no, it was just, again, one of them games where you start to kind of see it unravel a little bit. But only reason why is because AJ Brown got hurt, right? And then AJ Brown tipped the ball into a defender's hands. It's one of them weird times where, Everything just kind of went right for Washington, right. right? Like it was a fump, you know. Quez Watkins caught the ball, was going for extra yards, and then fumbled it, right? Like again, it was uh, that miss a terribly missed face mask call, which caused the fumble, and then they had to go back and do it, right? And then Scary Terry coming out there and dropping one twenty five on you guys, right? Uh, they have a lot of bad calls. Oh, they had a, it was terrible. This this week felt like it was bad calls. Yeah, that one. The P.I. on, uh, not P.I., the drop pass against Buffalo that kind of, they, they said that was a catch, right? Like, this is the thing with, uh, with rough reasons. Like, they, you don't want them to be known for call, blowing games, but this is getting bad, right? Like, golly. Like, there may be another rule change where they end up having to, like, be able to see if they can um start challenging P.I.s and face masks and everything, but I highly doubt that. Like, again, but like I said, A.J. Brown comes up getting hurt, right? Like, you had... Uh, an off night for Miles Sanders, an off night for uh, Jalen Hurts, right? Like, you had an off night for uh, Dallas Goddard, right? Like, this isn't going to be, like, one of those things that happens a lot, right? Philly is still a good team, and Philly's going to be gonna a say, I mean, I think you're allowed to throw one. Right, it's like you're allowed a mulligan, especially on a random night where everywhere everything's going wrong. Because, again, it's not going to be something that happens too many often times. But everybody was just killing, like, this is it. This is the fall. I feel like, bro, like, it's one game. Now, if they lose four, then right? If they fall. lose four, then we could talk. But it was just one game, and again, it's one of those nights where everything just happens like that. But I, I think people just needs to uh, relax and stop overreacting on everything like that. Ah, oh, come 
But again, and again, I think you got to give credit to Washington too. They've come, they have turned this thing around, right? Like since They're the trying. switch, since the switch to Taylor Heineke, and, and again, people don't want to give it credit. I think Taylor Heineke might be that dude, right? Like he might be they dude for them. He might be their quarterback. He's not everybody's quarterback, but that's his. He's showing some promise. Right, like, that, again, he, he might not be for everybody, but he's for him, for them, right? Because he is Washington, right? Like, I I saw one pass he did. It had to be like, maybe like 40, like 20 yards. I mean, the dude can ball that's out there. He again, he's scrappy. He's a game manager. He's not gonna make you. He's not gonna make you a bunch of plays, but he's also not gonna lose you the game either. Yeah, no, definitely so. So, so they switched him win a couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah, they switched to him because Wentz Wink, got hurt, but then they yeah. just pulled him out, and then they switched to Heineke, and they've been on a roll ever since. And yeah, who's the quarterback over here again? For Washington or Washington? Yeah, Taylor Heineke. Heineke. And then you got my boy, uh, you got my boy Bear, uh, Brian Robinson Jr. Get shot in the leg and comes back. <laughs> That's the most hood thing ever. Like, how you gonna get shot in the leg and still make it back in time? So for the- <laughs> I'm pissed into the Washington game. I, I really don't. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> no one does. Outside of Washington. I didn't even know you got. <laughs> I didn't say I was watching. <laughs> like the most, again, the most things that people be paying attention to Washington don't even be on the field. It be because of Dan Snyder, but everything else be it be other everything else. Washington be Washington be good, but Dan Snyder is still be in the news. Yeah, man. Like something like this, like that's already. not gonna happen too many times often. When you have uh, AJ Brown basically tip the ball into the defender's hands, right? Like that's something that's not gonna happen a lot of times. Uh, and then of course it was the controversial call at the end, which. Which is going on? Right so yeah, fast forward all the way to the end. So basically, what happened was okay. It was after this one. Um, basically what happened was, uh, Tyler Heineke was basically just trying to bleed the clock out and then he ended up trying to take the knee. I think it's this play. Yeah, it's this play right here. So he tries to take a knee right here. So he takes the knee and then he slides. But the issue is that Brandon Graham literally was trying to give himself up, but he slid into yeah. Taylor Heineke. So he ended up, uh, they ended up basically saying it was a, a person foul on roughing the passer. When it was clear that he was not trying to do it, and he ended up sliding into him and making it worse, so they ended up pushing it back and they scored. The, uh... But you can see, like he was literally giving himself up, and he just so happened to slide into him right, right here. So here, here, Heineke runs around, takes the knee, gives up, boom. Right, it's not, it's nothing vicious. It's nothing like, oh, he was trying to do it. He literally was just like, I'm trying to give up. I have my momentum is going forward, so yeah. I got to slide into him, and. and, and I understand what they're coming for. We have to, you know, especially Personal after the tool, especially after the tool situation, they're a little bit more like we got to protect the quarterback. But that one, that's one of the cases where you cost the game, right? And then they try to do this flea flicker bull. I always like this. Just don't, just don't do it. Just, just, just never do it. It's never gonna work. Like it, it worked one time in Miami, and then after that, yeah. Why if I keep trying to? Also, also, by the way, white people, white, white, white people in the NFL, stop doing the gritty. Stop Stop doing the gritty. Nobody wants to see that mayonnaise version of the gritty y'all be doing. Really, nigga? That unseasoned salt and pepper on your turkey gritty. Nobody wants to see that. Turkey be so white, it be confusing the... Uh... What was that? Uh, I'm tired of that, too. Like, you know what? White people need to do like the Charleston or something. Exactly. Do, do the Charleston. Come up with a dance on your own. Stop doing the gritty. It, it don't work. No, we're good. 
But no, but and again, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to protect the quarterback and they can't, you know, they can't say which one is which and they have to flag it equally. But again, it's just one of those plays where that could have been just like, Ugh. Yeah, he obviously like he's slipping yeah, but and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, 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 to me, it should become with intent, right? It should become with intent. Like, if you're clearly sliding into him, trying to give up, trying to give yourself up, trying to, like, eventually just stop yourself from essentially tackling him, and you slide into him, that's clearly you trying to not hit him, right? It's the difference between, like, me seeing the balls out, knowing you threw it, and it's still hitting you on purpose. Like, that's intent, right? Because college football does that. Like, they do it with intent. So they know, hey, um... I see you, you clearly see the balls out of my hands and you still go ahead and try to, you know, basically take my head off. Right. But it is, so that's why I'm saying like, it messes up everything. Cause now like, instead of people talking about how Washington won that game through, you know, great determination, it's just like, eh, the refs kind of gave them that game. Calls. Right. Cause it's again, if it was that bad call, the uh, face mask miss with the fumble was the bad call. So Washington won that game, but it was really cause of the refs at that point. You know what? I can tell you one thing. What's that? Someone, the odds on Washington must have been crazy. Uh, I think it was like plus 400 to win. That's some good money right there. So whoever bet on Washington, man, they came hey, up. They came up. So everybody in the city of Washington and Wale was out there happy to move. I know I'm go-go dancing. Get the hell out of here. There you go, see? No, white people don't go-go dance. Don't go to go-go dance either. Yeah, man, they try to bring that uh, to the white society or whatever. No, no, no. It ain't, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. But, no. but yeah, but no. It, it, the Washington, I'm, I will say this right now. Like, normally I've said this because we've laughed about the NFC East being the worst division ever. The NFC East is literally, literally being, is looking like one to become slowly the best this, uh, division right now, right? Because everybody there. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got... Um, you got Dallas. You still got Dallas there. You still got Philly, who's still gonna be good. You still got New York, and now with Washington coming together, that's a dangerous. That's a dangerous okay, conference. Okay, okay, Washington coming together. Let's again. Let's next year coming together, but not yeah. this year. But again, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be bad. Good luck. Yeah. yeah, but the, you know, but what I seen right there, I mean, they look pretty good. Ooh, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. But they look pretty good. I also, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now, and I don't don't really care who who has this. I think Trevor Lawrence might be a bust. By the way, guys, what? I think Trevor, I believe, I believe Trevor Lawrence is going to be a bust. As long as he stays in Jacksonville, he's going to be a bust. Why? Because he had a bad couple games. The man is five and twenty. He's five and twenty. Oh, overall. Overall, yeah. like he he's five and twenty. Has yet to have like. He has yet to have that game, right? Like, Justin Fields has had that game. Zach Wilson has had that game, right? Uh, Mac Jones has even had that game, right? Like, the quarterbacks that came out, uh, again, after him have had that game. It's looking like he might be a bust. And and I know a lot of people are saying, like, oh, you know, he had a terrible coach. He doesn't have a terrible coach now. He has Doug Peterson, right? He has a good coach. He has a decent – again – the Jacksonville Jaguars have been so bad for so many years. They literally have first round picks all around that team, and they still look terrible. You were a Trevor Lawrence fan at first. I do believe that I was a Trevor. Yeah, I was a fan coming out. Uh oh, told him he's too small. Anytime somebody does that, I will say this: those last few years in Clemson kind of uh, kind of uh, rubbed some of the shine off on him a little bit, and then I was looking like he might not be that good. Then like. 
the coming out with the Urban Meyer thing, I kind of gave him a pass his rookie year, especially with the Urban Meyer situation and everything. I was just like, that poor man didn't know what he was going to do. Urban Meyer went to Jacksonville just to have fun. <laughs> but he just like going back and watching over him, he still hasn't really developed to like any type of like quarterback, right? Like he's had, like he has receivers now, like he has weapons somewhat now, but even back then he had, you know, he had James Robinson. He had a decent level of receivers, Zay Jones and everything like that. But right now Trevor Lawrence is just looking very much bustable. Like he's just not. Hey, yo. He's just looking like, eh. And especially in the division that he's in, right? Like he's in a division where he can literally win it almost every year. Like in Clemson, he was in Clemson, he was unstoppable. Ooh. But now it's just like, ugh. Because again, remember in Clemson, they in Clemson again, people forget. At one time in Clemson, they had Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence on the same team. Like people forgot about that. Poor Deshaun Watson. Well, I mean, he was Deshaun Watson was better then. Speaking of. Well, I mean, he wasn't getting no massages or anything. No, yeah. Well, he probably was. It was college. They didn't care then. <laughs> That's fucked up. I mean, it, it is. It's college. It was just like, hey, just keep it on the wrap. I mean, Dabo Sweeney out there. Listen, listen, listen. Just go, just go to the facility. You know, go underneath the bleachers. <clears throat> exactly, go underneath the bleachers. You know, you know, feel that. But no, but Trevor Lawrence right now, like I said, I'll give him another year. But after that, ugh, I'll we'll give see. him another year. Because I want to see how he does with with Christian Kirk, who's slowly but surely becoming one of those uh, better underrated receivers, but. I'm gonna be honest with you. Right now, I'm still looking bad for Kurt, uh, for uh, Trevor Lawrence because Justin Fields is out here shining. <laughs> yeah, he also not winning no games, but I don't even want to know games. I mean, so neither is Justin Fields. I mean, neither is Trevor Lawrence. That's true. Damn, I don't want to catch it. Speaking of uh, Deshaun Watson and massages, guess who's coming back? He's back where he belongs. Never felt so strong. Do you want your mic turned off? What did you what did he? <laughs> I let the people know who's coming back. Oh, Deshaun Watson is coming off of his 11 game suspension. Damn. Yeah. I completely forgot about it. Why I did too. Him? I ain't gonna hold you. I literally was just welcome like. Back, welcome back, welcome back. Massages. Hey, hey. I literally forgot he was. I I'm not even joking. I literally forgot he was still playing, and then it was like, oh yeah, Deshaun Watson's gonna be back next week. I was like, oh shit, that's right, it is week. I didn't even hear anything about him getting in shape, training. None Bro, of that. that's the scandal. It's just like I don't know if it's good or bad because we haven't heard anything. That's the, that's the weird thing about it. Like when us not hearing anything about Deshaun Watson, which is probably a good thing. So we probably it's a good thing that he can't. We haven't heard about him. But for people saying like this is it, this he he's gonna be able to come back and the Browns are gonna make the playoffs. It, it, no, it's not gonna be like that. No, I'm like Deshaun Watson is good, but he's not gonna save this Browns team to make them uh, playoff Brown, right? Because even with Deshaun Watson, I'm still putting Miami over them. I'm still putting Buffalo over them. I'm still putting Cincinnati over them in their own division. I'm still putting Baltimore over them. Yeah, right. I'm still putting Kansas City over them. So, I mean, again, next year with a full year of Deshaun Watson, the Browns might actually be able to do something. This year, this is going to be a nice little preview for the Browns. 
they gonna have something good for once in their life in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, word. I never heard people say they gonna take a trip to Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> oh, you think he still got it though? Yeah, he still got it. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's massaged up well. You know, oh my, got everything. You know, you know, loose and everything. This is on the road today. <laughs> I am. I'm tired. This is this is tired, James. I know. You've been yawning a lot, Jason. Baker. I'm tired. What was that? Oh my god. That was terrible. <laughs> he's gonna be the mace. He's just gonna sign a 360 deal. <laughs> he needs to. That's why I did the Diddy because he's gonna sign everything away. Everything he's gonna make, he's just gotta go. Nigga, to the you in a 360 deal with Floyd Reddy, ho? Better yeah, but at least I get shit out of it. <laughs> shit. At least I get something out of it. We gonna kick your ass out to make y'all all them drinks you had. This man took the 15 hey, drinks. Hey, hey, Open bar. bar. Words of the bartender still. Shout out to the bartender and the food. The food was lit. Yo, yeah, man, let's check it out. Um, I wish I had the sauce that went with the jerk uh, egg rolls, though. No, oh, jerk egg rolls? I just had regular. I had the what the I had the chicken, the barbecue mm. chicken. Yeah, oh god, I was uh, good. the jerk the jerk pasta was cool. Yeah, what was left of that? Cause y'all black people killed I that. I thought it was seafood in there. That's why I it was seafood. It. it was it was something in there. I don't think it was like shrimp or anything. Oh, I don't know what it was. You black people killed that. Yeah, I, I get no cake though. I was upset about that, but it was what it is. Oh, that cake was terrible. Damn, that was terrible cake. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no drinks with lady. Excuse me. Yep. That's the exclamation point. <laughs> I do appreciate you coming though. Ah, no problem. It's always happy to be here. Shout out to Flint Radio. Put me on as always. Shout out to And he got a nice little uh Jason Bayman got a nice little uh speech about you too. Wait, what? You had a, I said that, I said they gave you a nice little speech too, man. Oh yeah. Talking about you been the longest nigga here. <laughs> I just I be forgetting that shit. I'm like, damn, am I? Yeah. Man, look, it was funny as Uncle Sanders just like, stop being shy. Like, listen, I don't take compliments well. You don't. I don't take compliments well. You I take just... ridicule and chastisement. I don't know. I think you do. I think I, you take that well. I take that well. I can't that niggas treat you, but not a compliment. I know. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. And it's because I feel like eh, I'm just coming to do my job, not get fired, you know? That's, that's how I am. I Shut up. <laughs> Goddamn compliment. Let me get the hell out of here now. Shout out to Flow Radio for me on. Shout out to Producer Jeff for having me, helping me out the show. Until next time, guys, I got two fingers for you, deuces. Baby, let's go. What's up? It's your girl, Joycey J. And I'm Tavi Mo. And you're listening to FluidRadio.com.